Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another digital citizen. Uh, with me I have Luke. Hi Luke. Hi Fro, hi everybody, how's it going? I'm Fro, I forgot my own name in the intro. Mm-hmm. You forgot uh, not bad. How, uh, yeah, that's that's maybe not great though, uh to forget your own name. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I had uh drank in entire Jägermeister bottle in two minutes. Uh that would probably make you forget a lot of things. Like <laughs> like what? that you were uh, or that you were living. That would probably <laughs> Well, it's not a hundred percent true. Shoe nice did it. Shoe Nice did it in less than two minutes, and he's still right. alive. But I, th- I'm, we're pretty sure that Shoe Nice isn't actually human, right? Right. No. Yes. Uh, a South African man died Tuesday after he allegedly dra- drank an entire bottle of Jägermeister in two minutes as a part of a drinking challenge. This is the most reliable news source ever because it's New- the New York Post. And, and they're covering South African news, so I'm sure they have <laughs> tons of correspondence in that area. The New York Post does. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm guessing probably not. Yeah, this is probably secondhand, uh, secondhand news. Secondhand, secondhand news. Yeah, it's for, actually fourthhand. South Af- it's South African news outlet Sovetan Live. Right, and then they got it from somebody who got it from somebody, and then it went to the New York <laughs> Post. That's what I'm saying. It's like fourth-hand news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was going to win $12 of uh, money, but he died. And there's a video of him posted uh, to Twitter. I would Well, I guess I don't know, like, the exchange rate, but, like, a bottle of Jägermeister is more than 12 U.S. dollars, dollars by itself. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like thirty bucks probably. It's like twice as At much. At least. As, yeah. So and it, a, hmm. a bottle of Jägermeister in Norway that size would cost approximately six hundred, uh, six hundred seven seven hundred Norwegian. I'm guessing about sixty seventy dollars. So like twice as much as here, but you have like. Yeah. Really high alcohol tax in Norway, right? Yes. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's very ex- expensive to get shit-faced in Norway. You shouldn't you believe that uh, if you go on town on a Saturday night, because Norwegians are not very known for holding their liquor. Well, yeah, if you don't drink a lot, like, if you don't keep your tolerance up, then everybody's going to get super wasted every time they drink, I guess, right? This is actually a true story. So I was in 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 France with my mom years years ago. Uh, uh, I mean, this was so years ago that it was smoking in the elevators in the in the hotel. I remember, and I think I was like sixteen, seventeen, somewhere around there. And there's like it was alcohol to everything, like breakfast, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, 
anything they were like serving like uh, uh, at least a bottle of, of, of uh, red wine and uh, I, I think it has a lot to do with culture if if you you you're you, you grown up with uh, like having a glass of wine every day right I think that's better to be honest than like drinking insanely much each weekend. Uh, well, I guess it depends, because I guess there's probably people who do both, right? There's probably people sure. who have a glass of wine <laughs> yeah. on the weeknight and then also get shit-faced all, all weekend or whatever. But it also is like an age thing. And, like, as you get older, you're not going to get as shit-faced on the weekend. You're not going to be going out to, like, bars or any. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But but don't you t think it has a lot to do with culture as, as well because oh, yeah. I mean, like e everywhere in France where you go you get like served alcohol at uh, ungodly times at the day and well how much like, of that is like a tourist touristy thing too you know like if you're that, that's true yeah but I, I guess I guess France is very known for having a lot of wine. Oh well, that yeah, definitely. I mean, there's definitely a lot of places that are. I'm, but I wouldn't say like uh, Germany is just Oktoberfest all year round either. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, you don't want to. I'm just saying you don't gen. You, you don't want to generalize too much. But I think that's probably true. Yeah. But I think there's also other components, like I said, like age and things like that. I bet like a lot of younger people, like Zoomers are even less into drinking in those in those places than like older people. You know what I mean? Just cuz yeah. Zoomers are so much more, I don't know, conscious about e everything. Uh, health. Yeah, conscious, health and yeah. what they put in their body and just yeah. Yeah. Everything else in general like around the like politics and everything. Yeah, no, I I wonder that because uh, like uh, there was an article in Norwegian newspaper not that long time ago. Where where they were talking like uh, the so in Norway we have a service called Vin Monopole and Vin Monopole is like uh, where you buy every liquor that is higher than four point six percent. You have to go to a specialty store, and it's like driven by by the state. And sure. they said that, that they had an increase. In the two last years of non-alcoholic beverage being sold, like a non-alcoholic wine and and things like that. Okay, but does that does that mean they there was less other out like regular alcohol being sold though? Not yes. necessarily. Yeah. Oh, they said so. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, uh, that's strange to me, especially since we just had like. In the last two years was the pandemic, and you think a lot of people would have been drinking their asses off during that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 weird. I, I think. Well, maybe is, at the very beginning of the pandemic, drinking was so went up so much that then a lot of people wanted to get uh, sober. So that that showed the trend right. over the last two. years. That could actually make a lot of sense. Like there was a spike, and that's what caused spike in the beginning scars to go down down so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of interesting because there has been a lot of like talk lately about legalization in Norway as well this week, uh, especially from the left party that has kind of like looked at our our uh, reforms and things like that and said maybe it's time for Norway to to 
uh, get ri- rid of at least some of 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 uh, uh, the things that is uh, definitely when it comes to marijuana that 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 should be maybe legal in Norway. And to be honest, I didn't think I would see that in my lifetime in Norway. Maybe I will. It would be hilarious if you guys legalized weed before Denmark does. That would actually be <laughs> right. because everybody that just thinks of Denmark as this place yeah. that like is like the weed capital of the world, but it's not even legal there. I mean, they don't really. Uh, what is the word? For? They don't prosecute, right? Is that what it is? Right. But it isn't technically. It isn't technically legal, though. Right. No, it's not like the Netherlands or America. Well, not all of America, but yeah, certain parts of America. Well, I mean, technically, well, not America. Like federally, it's illegal still in America. It's just states, what, what state it? by state. I, yeah, I saw so a comedian said like it's legal to get high, but it's illegal to have an abortion somewhere. Somewhere that the Christians have 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 maybe smoked a little too much pot. <laughs> I had a roommate that was hardcore Christian that smoked weed and he had a he had, what was, he had a sticker on his xbox at the time it said something like a god created weed and i i trust him more it was something like that it was like mm. he was very christian but super pro cannabis because he thought of like it's a plant like god made this like uh, like acid he would never do because that's like a man-made drug right but right he, w- he was but totally he down with opium? like I guess so, or like peyote. I, I mean, I never. He was very straight edge, straight not straight edge, straight laced. So he was very like. Uh, right. Went to church every Sunday and went had like a really good job and everything. But uh, but yeah, he smoked. He just smoked weed. I never saw him do any hard drugs ever. Yeah, because for people that don't know, there's opium plants. It's not scientific. Well, yeah, but uh, I guess it depends on how far you want to go down that rabbit hole because cocaine technically came from a plant, it but it but it's been processed. Plant, yes. It's been processed so much to make it cocaine that like I think a lot of people right. would not consider that like plant based at that point. I mean, it is technically plant based, but not really, right? Well, you can get pure opium from the. Right, plants. exactly. But I'm saying cocaine. The, the, those two things right. are different. You can't you can't have that like white powdered cocaine without it being processed. Where uh, opium, right, right, you can right. literally just I think you can just cut the side of like cut a poppy yeah, and it'll and, just like drip out. It. It's yeah. just like uh, <laughs> just like getting uh, what do you call it? Maple syrup out of a syrup tree. It's basically mm-hmm. equivalent. So it's the or like yeah, like comparably like mushrooms. Obviously, they just grow right out of the ground. Yeah. Or but uh, methamphetamine, obviously that's created out of like rat <laughs> rat poison and shit. So <laughs> right, yeah, you know. But uh, I I I can I can see I can see where 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 I find it more difficult to to say it's okay with crack cocaine than opium. I mean, it's easier probably to to. To get people addicted, and it's also easier to to to. Well, I I guess I was just making the point of like this guy I I was I knew he was very religious. Like every Sunday, mm. went to church and was there for all the like you know Saturday uh, before 
Christmas, whatever that's called, Saturnalia, whatever that thing is called. He would go to all mm. those little things even to go to church, but um, he viewed like anything that was like created by God that was put there on purpose. But any any of the other mm. drugs, he was like, I hate those. Those are gross. Right. Was he assassin? Was he assassinated? I don't know. I he no. Dis- was he an assassin? Uh, it's very possible. I guess he told me he was a plumber, but <laughs> that's a pretty good cover story. Uh, because uh, you know, you know, this church, see, unification church, distance itself from a assassination. Uh, yeah, this this happened out of the blue. Uh, yeah, like the day. Because we did the show two two different days last week, but the di- the second day we did the show Thursday. I think it happened that night, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm yes. pretty sure I sent it to you like right as it was happening. I was about to go to sleep, and I'm like, "Oh, sleepy time!" And then I, I get like all these notifications from Twitter and all these other places. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. like major news event, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, but Japanese Prime Minister or former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe uh, was assassinated. Uh, police say the suspect told investigators he wanted to kill him because of his apparent connection to uh, the organization of the Unification Church. Uh, the Unification mm-hmm. Church confirmed that the mother of the man accused of assassinating the former prime minister is a member and said the church is cooperating with the police investigations in possible motives. Well, it said because he was connected to the church, right? So some mm-hmm. Japanese media gave the mother's mother donations to the church and her subsequent bankruptcy as a motivation for the assassination. So his mother went bankrupt because she was just like, she was probably totally brainwashed by this church. So if you, if you think to yourself, unification church, that sounds not familiar at all. You have probably heard of the Moonies. Right. And yeah. what, what's that from? Let's explain that. To- uh, so, uh, they, they are uh, 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 known uh, more as the Moonies uh, because they, he was uh, their leader for the longest time. Until he died, right? Uh, right. Uh, yeah, it says... Col- uh, a family federation for world peace and unification is like the full title, but they call it the Unification mm. Church, and it's known by others as the Moonies, right? Exactly. A little like uh, uh, Mormons are called Mormons, but this isn't a church we ever covered in like the main topic. So, uh, or is it? We have, yeah. I was gonna say family for federation of world peace. That sounds like one we covered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we talked about the Moonies. I told you my story about the Moonies. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was gonna say, uh, but yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about them. But there's definitely have some um, weird beliefs. That's for sure. Uh, they do believe in Jesus, is what I'm, I'm seeing. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's somewhat connected to Christianity, but it's also connected to Hinduism at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. It's a kind of a, an amalgamation of, of a few different religions. Yeah. Uh, I would I would classify them nearer to Mormons and Scientology, maybe. A little mix of that. 
it says here the prime minister was not a member of the church, but may have spoken at affiliated group events. Uh, people said right. So so the church is huge. It's like super big, especially down there, uh, uh, because it started in Seoul, Korea, the whole thing. So. Uh, a lot of people that are are and they have approximately like three million members and most of them is from that kind of area uh yeah they're still unclear of what the motivation was for this though um it says here he was fatally shot on friday in western japan uh videos mm. and photos were taken by the crowd to show the suspect pulling out a homemade a homemade gun. Uh, uh, they, he shot him. Uh, Abe collapsed and later died in the hospital. Funeral services were held Tuesday at a Buddhist temple in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things is that this was a, obviously Japan has very strict gun laws. Uh, this guy had to like make a DIY shotgun. I saw I saw a picture of it and it looked ludicrous. It looked like something you would see from like a gun, like a gun made by a prisoner in like a U.S. prison. You know, you see those right. like sh weird guns made out of like rubber bands and like a newspaper mm -hmm. rolled up that's been like hardened with glue or something. This is it. Doesn't look like anybody could kill somebody with it. To say it that way. Well, it just need a bullet in there, right? And that's, I guess right. he was able to get a hold of bullets, and then he created this really janky DIY-looking shotgun, yeah, um, and killed the former prime minister um, for whatever reason. Like we said, we don't have any motivation as of yet. But it looks like it could have been that he was mad for some reason about the church and his mother giving the church money mm. it's possible that's the speculation right now he was an angriest <laughs> right that's See, the, it, we are dangerous people there's people are saying like the mother is part of this religion but nobody has none of the articles that i see reference him as being part of the religion so right yeah yeah Hey, we usually don't do the TV round uh, as early as this, but I saw all three episodes of Unprecedented this week. Did you? No, I think it was on Discovery Plus. I'm not. Ah. I'm not gonna watch it anyways. Probably, I'm, I do not care that much, uh, especially after what I've heard of it. But what did you think? I thought it was pretty bad, to be honest. Uh, I thought it was way too nice to Trump. To, and very okay. Sorry, is that why you thought it was bad, or or you just thought it was bad quality? What did? No, I th I think the quality was bad. I didn't really come out anything super interesting. It was a lot of like, let's show Mr. Trump how nice his kids is to him. A lot of footage with with the kids like talking about the connection to between the kids and Mr. Trump. Uh, was especially the two first episodes were really boring. The the last one was kind of interesting, but but the two first were just like jibber jabbing. Uh, yeah, it says here Trump documentary footage shows President on January sixth, but lacks any big reveal. Uh, yeah, 
once he left the White House and settled in Florida, Donald Trump told British filmmaker Alex Holder what the 2020 election taught him. I think I learned with the 2020 election that you have to be very untrusting. His comments were part of a third and final episode of the documentary that premiered on Discovery+. Plus. Uh, the former president took his flight from White House to Mar-a-Lago, where he continued to make unsubstantiated claims about the 2020 election. Uh, was right. very unfair. The new documentary shows former president saying the election would be rigged long before it began, and he has held those claims since being voted out of office. Okay. Right, so it didn't really bring anything new to the, the plate either. I'm so it just felt very, very repetitive and very badly filmed and very strangely. I, I mean, it, it is very, it is anti-Trump, don't get me wrong, but it just feels very plusé as well. It's just the f- fact after reading like and listening to obviously a lot of YouTube videos and reading articles about this documentary, which I don't have any desire to see, I would if there was some, something actually came out of it and that would be interesting to you know uh, analyze. But as far as I can tell, this was a whole lot of hype and <clears throat> and nothing. You know, a whole lot of hype and nothing came out of it, which seems like everything that happens yeah. with the Democrats against Trump is there's always they always hype hype the shit out of this stuff like oh my god this is yeah. gonna be the beginning of the end the walls are cl- remember the walls right. are closing in thing from the, right uh from what uh 2016 yeah somewhere yeah yeah and it's like yeah, no, th- it you hype the stuff and hype it and hype it and hype it like that and then mm-hmm. it comes out and it's total nothing burger it, this yeah in a way it just helps trump because he's able to go look Look at all they t- they said this was going to be such a big deal. It's there's nothing there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think it's also no, the same on the other side. We don't have this in the in the news, but the Hunter Biden Reddit stuff. That also like the right wing. <laughs> to be fair, you know, the right wing media yes. is like, oh my god, this yeah. is such a big deal. Look at what he's doing. This is so terrible. And it's like, <laughs> mm, not really. Nothing came out yeah. of that. There's no nothing revealed that it hurt anybody. And, it, and if anything, all it did was make people thirst trap for Hunter Biden. That's the only thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I didn't like the documentary. I would give it a 3 out of 10, probably. Oh, that bad? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the two ep- especially the two first episodes were, were absolutely nothing. And then there were a lot of, like, hyping for the last one. And nothing happened, really. <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. Uh, it's, yeah, one takeaway from the second episode is how Arizona that Trump was furious that uh, Fox News called Arizona for Biden. Right. Yeah. See that's not how how fo- interesting is that? It, it just doesn't have anything to do with like a crime or like any right. kind of like him going and I mean was there any point in this where he was talking to the oath keepers, talking to the proud boys? Did any of that happen? Right. From No. 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 Was there any point where no. he discussed in this with any of his cabinet members, like, oh, we're going to rig nope. the election, or this is what we're we're going to... Or was there any point where he was like, hey, let's set up a rally, and after the rally, we're going to go uh, march on the Capitol? Did that ever happen? 
Nope. Right, I don't understand why this was hyped as such a big deal then, because it's yeah. such a, so nothing. Yeah, it was a big, big fat nothing burger. I like that uh, expression. Right. We'll talk about burgers in the movie round. Uh, White House says Iran... <laughs> we will! Yeah. And, and both of us saw it. <laughs> White House says Iran... I'm excited to talk about it, because... Uh, I am, too, actually. White, but, uh, White House says Iran oh, preparing to provide on. drones to Russia in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Iran is believed to be providing several hundred unmanned aerial, aerial vehicles to Russia as the country invasion of Ukraine entered the fifth month. Uh, Jake Sullivan, a national security advisor for the White House, said Monday that Iran is also preparing to train Russian forces on using the drones in its ongoing war against Ukraine. But top national security aide to Biden also said it was unclear if Iran would actually deliver the drones to Russia or if it had provided training to Russian troops. So that's a little contradictory, you guys. Are, are you on the same page or what's going on? Well, Iran and Russia has a long, long, long history of working together. So this doesn't surprise me at all. I don't understand why the media is so fucking up in arms or in this. It's like, I really don't see the big news thing about this, to be honest. Uh, it's pushing us one step closer to World War Three. How is that not big news? <laughs> well, I am we're adding a new, we're adding a new country into this war, right? And we're not really because China is backing them. Been there for 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 so fucking long. Iran and Russia has worked together. Not, for I'm talking so about in Ukraine. They've worked together, but have they worked together to fight another country? How many years has it been since they did that? Uh, some. Right. So that's that's the thing here is that literally we get mo many more countries doing this, and then we have a world war. That's the part mm. that's interesting, bro. Not that they're working together. Yeah, like they're they've been allies for a long time. That doesn't mean much. But uh, let's say what well, China decides to come and, and join them, and then North Korea decides to come and join them. See what I'm saying? Uh, this is one step yeah. closer to an, a literal World War Three. Okay. You don't see that? I don't know how you can't see that. I don't really see that because they 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 have been working together for so long. It's it seems like it's not in like this way together. though. Okay. O otherwise, it wouldn't be news at all. If they were just, like, giving them humanitarian aid, but they're not. They're giving them weapons to fight another country. Right. It's the same reason we're mad at the U.S. for giving the Ukraine Ukrainians weapons when they don't... The only dog they have in the fight is just they don't like Russia. You right. Now Iran's doing the same thing. So for us to not have the same reaction to Iran doing the same thing with Russia, it would be would be totally hypocritical on our part. Maybe, yeah. That could be. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I remember Russia helping Iran in the Iran-America uh, war, sending things to them. So it's just like, 
Yeah, but... It's not that many years ago. This isn't in their country. This is in, like, a whole other... It's not in Iran or Russia, right? It's in a, it's in a whole other country, so that's what makes it that's different. True. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's what I was saying. Like, if they were giving aid to Russia because Russia was under attack and they were right. aiding them in their country, but they're, they're aiding them against another Helping. country. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. That's uh, that's true, but yeah, uh, you can just uh, sit down, look, sit down, sit down. I I am sitting. I am sitting. <laughs> I can't sit down. Sit down. Sit I have down. this new. You're I would the boat. I would make my chair make that squeaky noise, but I got a new chair a long a while ago, so it doesn't make that squeaky. <laughs> I miss that chair. R E P. It's still around. I just don't use it that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Biden told the father of the Parkland shooting victim to sit down. That was very smart of him. Oh, it wasn't that smart of him? Well, I'm guessing Biden didn't know who the hell the guy was. <sighs> Probably. Like, I remember how I've talked about how reactionary Joe Biden is? is and he just can't control <laughs> right. himself from reacting to negative yes. things towards him so that's what pretty much happened here but the father of one of the teenagers killed in uh, a florida school in parkland in 2018 interrupted joe biden at a white house event monday which was meant to celebrate a new law aimed at reducing gun violence uh mm. manuel oliver's son was one of the 17 people killed in stoneman douglas high school uh, the elderly Oliver was one of several survivors and family members at the event. Uh, Oliver interjected as Biden was saying the bill was proof that, quote-unquote, despite the naysayers, we can make meaning meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Oliver stood up and yelled, we have to do more than that. Uh, Sit down and hear what I have to say, Biden responded. Oliver re repeated that more has to be done, and Biden said, let him talk, let him talk, because... Because make no mistake about it, this legislation is real progress. Uh, more has more has to be done. So, well, at least he sees that uh, more has to be done. But like I said, like you said, sorry. Uh, yeah, he probably didn't know <laughs> who this guy was. Right, he just saw the guy and was like, "Oh, great, a protester." Probably right at, yeah. initially, and then my guess is he probably had a bug in his ear, you know, like a right. ear earpiece, and they were probably like, that's one of the family members, shut the fuck up! <laughs> and he was like, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. I mean, it's maybe not, maybe not, but, like, another thing is, like, who knows, the sun could have been his eyes, he could have not seen who the guy was, he could have not known, like, you know what sure. I mean. There's a lot of options here, but, like, it doesn't look great. Uh, it's not a great look. I mean, not really. Especially no. since we already know how reactionary he is towards just people who, you know, he just whenever he feels attacked in any way, he just gets so defensive. Mm. It's like really, it's really. Uh, I don't. I want to say unhealthy. To be honest, just the how he mm. lashes out so instantly without any like, mm, what's the word for it? Uh, assessing the situation, he just instantly is like. Shut up, fat! Like, he just comes out with those kind of things all the time, and it seems like he just has a really bad temper, so... Uh... Yeah. Uh... Oh. Yeah! Uh, speaking of gaffes by the Bidens, uh, did you see the Jill Biden gaff also? 
I didn't, no. Uh, Joe Biden said something, she called, uh, she said that, well, I want to get the exact quote, but it was, she compared uh, Latinx people to breakfast mm-hmm. tacos. Okay. She, first lady, here's from USA Today. First Lady Jill Biden has responded to the backlash after saying Texas Latinos are as unique as breakfast tacos in a speech in San Antonio. Uh, she apologized for her words and conveyed anything but pure admiration for and love for the Latino community. Uh, yeah, so she made her own little gaffe this week. Uh, okay. I guess uh, she was saying. I guess what she was trying to say is that like, there's all these different Latinx communities. You know, it's there's like, all, all it's not just one group. It's like many countries that make up the Latinx. You know what I'm saying? So that's what she was trying mm-hmm. to say by diversity. But to compare them to tacos, that's like, you had to go there with it, really. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, no, none of the speechwriters in the back saw that as a problem when they were like. Because you know it was a speech that was written, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we had a, a weird thing happening the, this week. Uh, the Uber uh, papers. This has been a huge thing for uh, going on. Uh, and... Uh, our, our favorite leader of... Uh, 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 any land, country, uh, and anything, uh, Macron that we love, cough cough, uh, is uh, implicated in this. French president's name appeared in an investigative report uh, on the U.S. ride-hailing service uh, global lobbying efforts. Macron says he helped cr- to create thousands of jobs, though. Fr- French president Macron on Tuesday said he had n- no regrets. About helping Uber establishing yeah. itself in Europe. He said, quote unquote, I'm extremely proud. It's difficult to create jobs without companies and without entrepreneurs. Um, the Uber Files, a global investigative report released this weekend by The Guardian, among other newspapers, outlined the company's ruthless business attack t- tactics and Macron's role in shaping laws and helping Uber na- navigate Frank- French regulation during this time uh, as economy and finance minister. Uh, Although Uber had been active in France since 2011, Macron sought to help between 2013 and 2016, undeterred by a violent opposition by French taxi drivers, nor the government investigations into business practices, tax liabilities. Macron was Uber's champion. Right. Uh... It seems like he was directly working for Uber to kind of get them mm-hmm. tax breaks and get the laws passed to make it easier for them to operate in this in the country uh, and going against like taxi drivers who have like unions, I'm guessing, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a strange thing where I feel like. Uh, Macron really was trying to help Uber out of nowhere and for no reason as well. Uh, I wouldn't say no reason. He's super. Yeah, I would guess he probably got paid by them. I would guess in some Mm -hmm. way. I would guess that he also. um, 
he also is super pro big business. He's like a very, you know, centrist, uh, corporate type centrist. And so he mm -hmm. cares more about like the corporate profits and bringing in these corporations to do what he calls creating jobs, which is actually taking jobs away from like just independent taxi drivers. Right. So mm -hmm. what he really cares about is creating jobs for corporations, not, creating jobs for just everyday people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So, yes, he's creating well, jobs, and he actually, like, is not lying when he says uh, mm -hmm. he's extremely proud of creating the jobs, but who is he creating the jobs for? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a very, very dark uh, day for Canada. Uh, I think it was week. multiple days is what I heard, actually. Yeah. Uh, not as dark uh, day as it was for the Norwegian football team that lost 8-0 Norway 8-0 to England in the Euro Cup that's, uh, that's not great <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's pretty dark if you ask me uh, <laughs> sorry I just had to tell you that you must have had uh, some something going on with your team? I mean, did you have people out hurt or anything like that? No, oh. it was the best team team we ever had, and 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 it's a record turning out. Yay! It's record, record turning eight nil. That is uh, pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Luke because we were watching something, and when I was talking to you, it was six nil. Uh, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, five nil or sixteen. It was yeah. like it was like halfway. I think it was a half time when I when you said something to me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was an amazing. But uh, Canada, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was dark because they needed to do some maintenance. Oh yeah, a lot of people probably didn't see that game in Canada if they wanted to watch it because one of Canada's <laughs> largest mobile and internet providers, Rogers, has apologized for the country's wide outage of its service, which began Friday. The company said its failure to follow maintenance updates of its core network was the problem. Transport, banking, and emergency services were all hit by the blackout, with 911 hotlines and even bank ATMs left unavailable to people. As What, what I'm to understand is that, that means like even... Like debit card systems in store, you know what I'm saying? Though you debit cards don't work without an in, without internet. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have cash at that point, you're pretty fucked because the ATMs weren't working. Uh, mm -hmm. Canadians flocked to coffee shops and libra libraries to try to find connection. Uh, the service outage began 4:30 local time on Friday and lasted for more than 15 hours. Most services have been restored. Uh, but the outage left a huge effect on a wide, ra wide range of services in Canada, as well as small businesses. I mean, if you can't run credit cards and stuff as a small yeah. business, then you're not going to be able to make a lot like money that day. And that's going to hurt you. Just even one day of not being able to do business is not good for any kind of small business, especially like restaurants. Mm -hmm. Because like you have like a turnover of food. Like if you don't sell the food... It goes bad, right? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can see that being really bad for restaurants in particular. Uh, if I think of 
places in the United States that I don't want to live. Uh, Georgia is pretty up there. Uh, I, I don't want to live in any southern states. So, uh, uh, I think, I think this is a weird thing to happen in Georgia, but not surprisingly, sadly. A Georgia mo monument seen as, uh, by some, as a satanic was damaged by an explosion. Right, we covered the Georgia Guidestones when we did the main topic, actually, for them. Yep. Uh... The monument that some conservative Christians criticize as satanic and others dub as America's Stonehenge was demolished Wednesday after a bomb uh, turned one of its four granites into rubble. The Georgia Guidestones was a monument near Elberton and it was damaged by an explosive device. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation say they later knocked down the rest of it for safety re reasons. Uh, surveillance footage shows sharp explosion blowing up one panel... Just after 4 a.m., investigators have released video of a silver sedan leaving the monument on CCTV. Um, the roadside attraction was built in 1980 uh, by local granite, commissioned by an unknown person or group under the pseudonym R.C. Christian. Mm. Which a lot of people have correct... Like, there's a, a group of Christian... Like, a kind of a... Skull and Bones kind of thing. They're called the Ros mm -hmm. Rosicrucians. Um, so RC, and they're like a Christian group. So a lot of people think they those are the people that possibly could have done it. But it's still on. That's one of the most. That's why they call it Stonehenge, the American Stonehenge, is because nobody knows who or why they built it. Um, but one part. This is probably why it was blown up. This is what the conspiracy theories don't like about it. For okay. Uh, the 16-foot-high panels bore a 10-part message in eight different languages with the guidance to live in an age of reason, one part uh, calling for the world population to stay at 500 million or below, while others called to guide reproductive reproduction wisely and improve fitness and diversity, which that sounds like some Nazi shit to me, but okay. <laughs> a little, yeah. And that's why... Yeah. They say that this is, like, something satanic. They say that Satan, like, Satan worshipping the global elites, like the Illuminati or something, want to kill off everybody and get the population down to 500 million or below, and that re they need to guide reproduction, which that's kind of connected <laughs> back to abortion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it says its panels were mentioned in... It, it's... It was the panel's mention of eugenics, population control, and global govern government that has made it a target of far-right conspiracy, so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's a little bit... It seems like... sad that people... Go ahead, sorry. ...don't like... Yeah, no, it's a little bit sad that don't, people don't like to... Uh, other people to express themselves. I think this is more than okay. I think it's sad to go to the... Um, step of like bombing it it's just like if it feels a little unnecessary well what if you thought it was made by satan uh even though that uh, would be a thing yeah i think it should be allowed to stand stand there i would think that blowing <clears throat> blowing something up with in in anger that was created by satan would 
probably just help Satan instead of hurt. <laughs> right? I mean, if you think about it, like, <laughs> That's true. if you think about it biblically, I would think that Satan yeah. would love to see somebody get mad and blow this thing up. <laughs> so maybe you did the wrong thing, guy, right? But no, I think what they believe is that there's, like, a global elite Illuminati. It's, like, connected to, like, Illuminati-type shit, so. Right. Uh, we have talked many, many times about Subway... And there are two now products. Uh, we talked uh, about uh, people like saying there was no tuna in their tuna. Uh, but uh, now uh, Subway can be served over contents of tuna products. A judge rules. A federal judge said Subway can be sued for its ele- for allegedly deceiving customers customers about its tuna products, including a claim it uses other fish species chicken, pork, or cattle instead of the 100% tuna it advertises. Cattle? Beef? How would you mask yeah, beef? Moo. That's moo. How would you make blah, beef blah, blah, look blah. like tuna, though? I guess you could dye it? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, U.S. District Judge in San Francisco, John Tiger, uh, called it a prema- premature to accept Subway's argument that any presence of non-tuna DNA might result from eggs or mayo or cross-contact with other ingredients. Although it is possible that Mm. Subway's explanation are the correct ones, the judge said, it is also possible that these allegations refer to ingredients that are a reasonable... (laughs) that a reasonable consumer would not reasonably expect to find in a tuna product. The judge also said that (laughs) plaintiff Nila Ammon, an Alameda resident who claimed to order Subway products more than 100 times could try to provide uh, prove the salads, sandwiches, and rack, wraps wholly lack tuna, though he rejected her argument that a reasonable consumer would expect only tuna uh, and nothing else, calling that a fact of life, uh, and that other tuna products also contain mayo, uh, that, the also, that it also contains mayo and bread, the sandwich, I guess, right. is what he was referring to. Sure. You're not just, if you were buying just a can of tuna, I guess he's saying that would be more like you you would only expect there to be tuna in there, I guess. Yeah, I would be a little pissed off if I found a lot of horse meat inside of my tuna can. Yeah, but I think I've, I would feel the same way if it was in a sandwich, right? <laughs> but I guess it's the way it's yep. advertised. But it does say in a statement that it Subway says it serves 100% tuna and was disappointed by the reckless improper lawsuit that is, is set to continue. We are confident that Subway will prevail when the court has an opportunity to consider all the evidence. Okay. And like we've said in the past, mm-hmm. there was that whole test thing. They they did multiple tests and found that there was... They couldn't prove that it wasn't tuna, but they proved that there was no DNA of tuna in they, that they could right. find in it. Right. You know, I, I, I find that a little bit weird. No DNA of tuna in a tuna sandwich seems a little... Here, I, I don't know if this... Oh, this is the one... Uh, right, this is the one we were just talking about. Uh, the lawsuit relied on findings from a marine biologist that tested 20 tuna samples from Subway in Southern California. The UCLA lab found 19 samples contained no detectable tuna DNA, while right. all 20 had chicken DNA in them, 11 had pork DNA, and 7 had ca- cattle DNA. There you go. Right. But what Subway is saying is it could be cross-contamination... Because they have all those sandwiches out there on the 
on the thing. So yeah, but 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 still, every single, almost every, like rough. every single one had it. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, that seems a little bit weird. Uh, we're going to watch a PSA. I know nothing about this. Uh, apparently, in New York, New Yorkers were freaked out uh, when on TV there was a n- nuclear preparedness PSA. Okay. Okay. Speaking of World War Three, like I was talking about earlier, now we have PSAs for being prepared for nuclear war here in America. So I got it from the NYC Emergency Management page, what it's nyc.gov even. Um, and if I see that, yeah. And we got a minute thirty here, so let me know when you're ready. In three, two, one, play. Okay, it's New York City, obviously. Oh, it's animated. Mm-hmm. That's not really... That's an animation. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? okay. So okay. what do we do? There are three what do we do? steps that I want you to remember. Okay. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, woman from the metaverse. Stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. Okay. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust. She's doing the hand movements like a flight body. flight attendant does Step when they do the. Yeah. <laughs> Follow media for more information. Okay. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. Yeah, Make sure to get our app. Yeah. Yeah, get our app. Say it's safe. It'll definitely be working after a nuclear blast. <laughs> yeah, you got this. She said. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that didn't look fake at all. Or which? It's not fake, and that well, that's what freaked people out. They're like, "Wait, are we? Why are we preparing for a nuclear attack? <laughs> <laughs> what is going? On? They obviously made this for a reason, right?" <laughs> well, <laughs> you remember Norway lost eight nil this week, so that is why they made it. They're afraid of. They're, little, they're afraid yeah. of Norway, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, we get really, really angry when we lose football. Did you know New York City Emergency Management has their own podcast, though, bro? No. Oh my god. The New York Emergency Management podcast called Prep Talk discusses all things emergency management. <laughs> Listening to the latest episode by selecting links below. Uh, if you want to uh, listen to No Thanks, how to get ready for an emergency on a podcast. That's got to be <laughs> really just. You know, cutting edge, like really cutting edge podcasting. <laughs> Just really gnarly stuff. I'm, I'm telling you now, if it drops a nuke in Lillehammer, I'm so fucking dead. <laughs> That's what I was. I was thinking, like, oh, you're gonna go inside a building. A building's really gonna save you from a nuclear right. blast. Yeah. <laughs> so there has been this atomic outbreak. Go inside. I would be dead. <laughs> Oh, totally be completely right. Dead. I mean, I guess they're assuming you're outside of the blast radius or something, right? Yeah. Right. I just think I would you be terrified if you saw that on TV? 
in, in Norway, yes. just out of the blue, you're like, wait, what is going yes. on? Yeah, yes. I would also <laughs> yes. be really freaked out. <laughs> Hello, this is Tron with Tron of the Truth. I have a holiday now. I'm still going to make these segments, but I got a holiday. I got a three weeks holiday, and I have some more weeks later this year. I can afford to have a holiday. And that's nice. I can afford to have a holiday because I have a union. The unions have been very strong in the northern countries, also have given us those rights. So I don't can not, not need to have three jobs or... Yeah, you get it, but work totally over time without pay and so on and so on and so on. It's very funny when conservatives always talk about the right to work. Yeah. I feel say you have a right to get paid a fair share. We always like giving the companies a lot of tax breaks. We give people more money. It don't. It never did. It will never do. I thank the unions for all of it like this. I have a very good example. A few weeks ago, I met some Americans at my job. Old Americans. It's very funny that most people I meet from the United States, in Norway, are old. Because they're retired. They've been working their ass off all their life, and suddenly, just before they are going to fucking die and pass away and not can move anymore, <laughs> they get able to travel around the world. I think they should have done that a lot of years ago. It's all about control. Big companies will always claim that you have to work more. You have to just, you have, because you deserve it. Business will go bankrupt. You're greedy. No, you're not greedy. You just want to live. They just want, they just want to have control. Home offices are a good thing. When they tried it out in London during the first lockdown, a lot of people didn't want to come back. They found out they didn't want to sit in use three or four hours of the work day to travel. They had a good life. So it's not about money, it's about control. They want to control every aspect of your life from you get born till you die. Your spare time. It also said that capitalism in its form today give you your freedom and individualism. No we don't. You get choices. <laughs> really? Do you have choices? Because there are big companies limited your choices when you cannot you also have to choose what they want you to choose here we've got four brands of coke i want the fifth one now we can get it because we are making the fucking rules they are not on your side they never been that's why they're afraid of unions that's why they use billions of dollars to crush unions they pretend they are something else the problem today people problem is not the deep state, it's the deep corporations. People who want you to pay the taxes, you to pay their large salaries, you to offer your life for them if they want to go on and destroy the planet. You are not the enemy, you are not the burden, you are not greedy, they are. They will never grant you any choices and they will never give you anything. Triple down economics have been the worst bullshit since it been launched. It was never intended to give you anything. But the people who did get everything is also the same people who can afford to make commercial, to brainwash people that is necessary. But it was never necessary. It would never be. Today we have a strike 
in an air company in Norway. It's not about bigger salaries. It just is about not getting crushed by the big corporations. Yeah. Even in Norway, they try to destroy the model we have. To make people work more for less, to be slaves from the big corporations. I hope more people become a member of a union. We need unions more now than ever. Or, if not, maybe I can travel and have some spare time and see the world when I'm 90. If I'm not dead yet. This is Tron, but Tron tells the truth. Have a fucking nice summer. Thank you, Tron, for telling the truth as always. Some uh, TV, because I've seen some TV. I really, really, really want to talk about Claim to Fame uh, first, if that's okay with you. Okay, because you love the Jonas Brothers, of course. I'm not a huge oh, you, Jonas Brother fan. I couldn't of. name a single Jonas Brothers song if I wanted to, but... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it's 12 celebrity relatives that uh, are going to be inside of this house. Uh, apartment house and they are going to find out uh, who their relatives are so they, it, it is on, on, on the plate it's a very stupid normal uh, find out the masked singer without the mask and and <laughs> the singers I don't know I, I don't I would not make that comparison at all that's just really confusing <laughs> I, I what what would you compare it to them? Well, it's um it's kind of like a clue type thing where it's like sure. I mean, I would just describe what it's about because it's not like the rules of it are not really like any other reality show. The only thing I would compare it to reality show wise would be that uh, ranch show where they took the mm -hmm. celebrities' children, I think, right? Because mm -hmm. those were all like celebrity kids. These are like doesn't have to be kids. It could be like a grandson or a cousin or a sister, right? So uh, those things I would compare as, as far as that reality show. As far as the mm. game goes, I can't there, like what other reality show game is like this. Not anything because the whole point is they live in a house together and they're kind of doing a Big Brother type. It feels right. kind of Big Brother esque, but in a way where like. They have to hide, each one of them has to hide who their celebrity uh, counterpart is, or their quote-unquote claim <coughs> to fame, which is why it's called this, which having your claim to fame be that you're related to somebody famous is it's a bit of a stretch, right? <laughs> like, your claim to fame can be like, I'm really good at this, or I'm really good at that, but right. your claim to fame being like, my grandpa is Chuck Norris, that's not... You're not famous because of that, right? Well, I guess in America, it, in you are, I because like right. That's why they have that other reality show because those people apparently are famous enough to have a reality show because they're related to somebody else famous. So weird, but but yes, continuing with the pr premise, then they have to guess uh, who each one of their famous relatives is, and then in the end, somebody gets voted by the rest of the cast to be the one who has to guess. If they guess wrong, they get kicked out of the house. If they guess right, do they win something? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, they win $100,000. Well, in, in the end of the game, but if they guess right in, like, just that, that round where, like, they just get to stay oh, in the house. then, yes, and the other one goes out. 
Oh, and right, because there's yeah, there's one and there's one person who's they do a competition, I guess, and then two people go up, and then they're both voted on by the rest of the house to decide who has to pick. Right, that's right. Yeah. Right, and and I I I, I think this is okay and. It's a little convoluted, the rules, uh, and some people we know. Uh, maybe my here's one of my biggest gripes with this. I wish that we didn't know anybody. I don't know why they told us that she was the grandchild of uh, of Whoopi Goldberg and this other kid was the sister of Simone Biles. I don't really understand why they told us because and then not told us any of the other characters right right isn't is isn't it uh, because he, here's the thing isn't uh, a lot of the fun i at least had with it was like guessing who they all are related to so why did they tell us uh, as as audience about two people I didn't I, I, understand that. Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. I mean, the one guy makes it very clear, I'm not going to tell you. But then he kind of gives you, oh, well, my celebrity is my sister. Twin, twin sister, not just sister. Sister, yes. Twin sister. So you're looking at him going, who does he look like? Because obviously they're twins. Right. But that doesn't even mean yeah. they're fraternal twins. They don't have to look right. like each other. So that's interesting. But then when they tell you, it totally ruins, like, the suspense, I guess, right? Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Yes. I guess my biggest and problem I... is just the fetish, fetish, fetishization of celebrity. Celebrities. So oh, yeah, far yeah, yeah. into this culture, we've gone so yeah. far into that fetishization that we're fetishizing people celebrities relatives who aren't even they're not good at anything they're like okay yes well, some of them might be like talented at something but it's not like they're good enough to be celebrities and yet we're fetishizing right. them for being a celebrity right i think my big savior of the show is x not only do i think he's going to win i have no fucking clue who his twin sister is no no he's he he's He's the best thing with the, uh, with that show. Could he be I, lying about that to us? Like, because that was one thing. Because certain things they're lying, and they'll show you at the beginning. They're like, "This is a, this is a truth. This is a lie." But when they're sitting right. down in like the, what do you, the interview room, the confessional, the confessional, yeah. are they, couldn't yeah. they? Are they going to be lying to us then? That was never really explained. <laughs> right. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But, but it, it could be. It could be. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would be a little interested to see that, no, his grandmother was someone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I don't really think My so. My guess but, is, uh, over this, mm -hmm. you're going to see more reveals uh, in that room by some of the other contestants, and slowly you're going to find I out really everybody. I really don't hope so. It's, really yeah. yeah. I agree with you, yeah, totally. Because it totally... Dis I, I mean, I, I don't know women's Gym, gymnastics as well as some of the contenders because one of the contenders like oh we have the sister of Simone Biles here well the thing is in America <laughs> Simone Biles yeah. is on like McDonald's commercials and insurance commercials right. and she's all over on TV so if you watch regular television you've seen her face about a million times so you don't have to be a fan of gymnastics necessarily to know who Simone Biles is and know her face and stuff like that right yeah I I think I think she looks a lot like her sister. That doesn't really help either. No, but not at like all. like like 
like for example the the grandchild of 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 Whoopi Goldberg, I didn't see any connection, like facially or anything. So I didn't understand why they were telling us that. But okay, let's talk a little about the ending of the episode one uh, because. Uh, of course, nobody is uh, allowed to use their cell phone because that would be cheating. Why did that guy cheat? Why did he sh- try to cheat with a lot of cameras? Well, we don't even know if around. he tried to cheat. We just know that he used his cell phone. He could have just been texting his girlfriend or, like, looking at porn or, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean he mm. was looking up uh, celebrities' uh, relatives when he was under those covers, he could have been doing anything, but the, the, right. the whole, co- like the whole concept would be broken if it, because they didn't know what he was looking up on his phone. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- yeah, they had to kick him out. Obviously. Uh, I, yeah, somehow he hid, hid the phone and then they didn't find it, I guess, for whatever reason. And I, 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 I was so guessing the son of Steven Spielberg, to be honest. They clearly knew that that had already happened before they set these two up for, like, oh, you might go home. Uh, right. They clearly had already set them up be- to, to like, be upset about it because they knew way before going to that, like, uh, ceremony or whatever you want to call it. Right. That, that he had cheated. So they could have actually saved them a lot of grief by just kicking him out, like, earlier in the episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, no, I will give this a 3 out of 10. I don't know why we used 20 minutes of talking about this, but well, I, uh, I really like it. Yeah, I like it. It's just a, it's weird, a weird show. It's, a weird show. it's not like anything else. I guess I'd give this a... I'll give it a 2.5. I think it's low, bad enough to be a 2.5. Uh, yeah. I mean, the most entertaining thing about it was the the Jonas brother I don't remember... The young Jonas brother, he was funny a couple times, making fun of... He, he was very funny. He was yeah. making fun of himself, kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which made me laugh. Uh, I guess let's continue on the ABC game show train, because they had multiple shows come out this week on... <laughs> these are all on ABC, all, like, day... I think day one per day, like, uh, on the weekend. Let's do... Uh, Generation Gap next, I guess. Yes, because that was... Even worse. <laughs> this is a show that, if you ever saw Ellen, they had this thing where she would bring on, like, a kid and then put, like, oh. a, a rotary phone and tell them to, like, call, order a pizza or something, right? And the kid couldn't figure mm. out how to use it. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, Gen Z kids don't, or millennials, they don't know how to do things that older people don't know how to do because the technology has become obsolete and doesn't exist anymore. I don't actually have to open up a roadmap and try to figure out how to use it because I can just Google that shit, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's this show, except in a game show format. So they <laughs> they take they have question they have a team of a younger person and what uh somebody that's definitely a grandparent. They're not Gen Z, but could they be Gen X? I guess possibly in this show. So, yes, somewhere they, around. They would have there. to be older age Gen X uh, that had a grandkid or something, and so it's like a grandparent and a grandkid team, two teams going against each other, and they have to uh, take turns guessing questions of their opposite uh, generation. So the kid has to answer a question about, I don't know, 
uh, Elvis, and then the grandparent would have to answer a question about PlayStations and uh, yeah, Pokemon, or yeah, or Pokemon, <laughs> or something that like yeah. grandparents would know nothing about, but would probably because if they're invested enough in their grandkid, they would know about these things because their grandkid's interested in them. But I don't know. Uh, it was one of those shows where you're like, does do any of these people want to be here? to make this show because right. it just yes. feels so like they didn't give a shit they're just like whatever just mm-hmm. put it together shoot it like i don't care what it, like how it turns out uh what i mean what do you think it came out extremely convoluted it felt extremely uh for absolutely no one i was right. trying to think think to myself like who is this for it's like it's not for the grandparents because they don't really care it's not for kids because they would be super bored. Like, who who is this made for? The kids, d- no well, one. kids don't watch like network television, so it must be made for right. the older people. Is my only thought. Um, to be like, oh, uh, I I know the answers to those questions, and then kind of be able to make fun of the younger kids because they don't know the answers to the, those questions. But I get, yeah, because I don't mm. think a kid would care about making fun of a grandparent because they don't know about Pokemon. See what I'm saying? But but he, here's the, 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 the thing where I really, really don't understand where, where, why they made this. It's super boring. It is so fucking boring. There's no tense. There's another show right. where at least there was some tension in this. It feels uh, like, shows. feels like very blasé, like, like, like I said, like, they just don't care that they're there. They're like, ah, whatever, right. we're just doing this for fun. It feels like they're doing it for, like, a charity event, not, like, a real TV right. show. It's like they're just doing it for the, the local bake sale. They're doing this funny game show up on stage for people to uh, ha- entertain people or something, not, like, a real yeah. television program. I guess the one part saving grace of this was the very end where they, they do yeah. the prize. <laughs> they do this... I guess it kind of ma- makes you realize, okay, this whole thing is dumb and it's not supposed to be taken seriously at all. But the ending, they bring out like a toddler, and the toddler gets to pick what the prize is for the winner. And the winner, or the toddler is picking between something that a toddler would love, like a giant squirt gun or something, and then like mm-hmm. a a boat. <laughs> and then obviously right. the toddler's not going to pick the boat because the toddler doesn't care about right. a boat, right? But yeah, no, I, I would give this a two point five. Um, I got to give it a two because I gave the other one a two point five. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it was definitely the worst. And there was definitely thing. audio pro like errors. There was some yes. d- voice dub by the host. She was just mm. what Kelly is it Kelly Ripa? She did yeah, not care. She was that, awful. She was just like, I don't give a shit that I'm here. Like. I'm just doing my job, and then I'm going to leave at the end of the day. Like, right. I'm this show is not going past one season. Like, I don't give a crap. That's how it felt. Right. But maybe not as much as the next host. Well, uh, you mean Janelle James, uh, Luke? Uh, is that her name? Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, she was the host of The Final Straw. Uh, this was convoluted and extremely fun. But I had... I, I had more more fun with this than than I had with the generation gap. 
I like this better than both of the other ones. It at least had some excitement. It was colorful. Like, Mm -hmm. um, the contestants were amped up, but it felt like she, the host, was like, okay, let's just do this. (laughs) Are you going to pick out the thing already? Jeez. That's how... (laughs) She was like being like just rude at certain points. <laughs> yes, and the voiceover guy didn't really help her either. Yeah, and there was like a, some comedic banter between them that was not funny. He was like, right. "I'm called. Uh, I went to the to the to school, and they called me the voice of my school or something stupid like that." You're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're the voiceover guy. That's so funny." <laughs> So, uh, explain to listeners, what is this show uh, it's about? Jan- it's Jenga, the game show. <laughs> it's Jenga, the game show. That is totally what it is. Except instead of just <laughs> regular Jenga blocks, they have, like, different stacks of things made out of, like, uh, like right. they, they have a theme, so it'll be, like, um, medieval-themed, and it'll have, like, shields and... Night, night helmets and things stacked up mm-hmm. to make this big tower, and then you have to take out things one by one. It's just Jenga. Whoever touches it last when it falls loses, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I had fun with it. Uh, it seemed like the couple that won were a very cute couple. It had some interesting elements of it. I'm definitely going to see another episode of this because it's like, I think it. Uh, uh, Depends a lot of who you get as contestants. We're very good contestants this uh, episode. Well, I think. Uh, but yeah, they always yeah. kind of when they do these this specific kind of game show. It seems like lately the formula is to stack a winning a team who wins in the first episode, and then from then mm-hmm. on, uh, people don't do as well at least for a while, and then maybe three quarters of the way through they'll put in another winner. Because they, you know, these are all filmed in advance. Well, they didn't do that good. They didn't. Well, that, they, what uh, I'm, what they, my point was, is that that shows me yeah. that nobody's going to win the grand prize of this show. Because if this was the one that they wanted to promote as like them winning at, because they went to the as high as you could, except for the very final grand prize. They got the hundred thousand. Right. The the next step yeah. up would have been the two hundred fifty. So I have a feeling right. nobody's ever going to win that in this show, just by. Just the way that uh, these kind of shows are um, produced nowadays. I've seen enough of them to know how it works. <laughs> but yeah, no, I will give this a 4, actually. I was thinking a 3.5, so we're on the same page. I think the host is really what hurts it the most. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the concept is so stupid and funny. Like, if they had hosts like uh, Holy Moly kind of hosts that are all, mm-hmm. like, goofy and silly and making, f- like, light of the whole thing... Um, this could be a way better show, yeah. Your turn. Right. Uh, what are we on to next? Let's do Sky Med. Did you see Sky Med? No, I did not say see Sky Med. It's a show on. Well, it's on the uh, Paramount Plus, but it's a Canadian show uh, okay. about Sky m- medical people, so airplane flying medics. All right. So in like is this a upper documentary or no, this is a, a drama, drama show. Okay. I kind of it varies. Like I get, uh, I get definitely like Canadian drama TV vibes. You know, like it has right. that. It's very Canadian feeling. Uh, it's like about 
in er areas of like Canada where it's so remote and you know there's very little in between the uh, cities and things like that where they have to be able to life flight people very very easily easily and it's about the people like a crew of people that do that and it's like they have relationships with with each other uh you know this one guy there's a new medic woman who comes in and this one guy's super interested in her but then she ends up sleeping with one of the other guys but that guy mm, uh right. already well at the beginning of the episode broke up with this girl but the at the end of the first episode he comes back or the girl comes back and she, oh she's pregnant uh-oh um so it's one of those shows uh but it's also kind of got an action element because they're you know doing the medical thing but it's all oh you just hit your head Oops. on your microphone yeah. Skyman. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit also, you know, a medical medical show. So it's a mix of a few different things. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's not that great, but it's also not terrible. Uh, you, uh, I think, would enjoy it more than me, Fro, to be honest. I'm going to give it a 5.5. Um, I wouldn't say it's bad enough to go below, below a 5, but... Uh, it's not going to go any higher than that for me. I think the acting is probably the worst part of worst, and maybe the cinematography is a little weird. Uh, but other than that, the the content is a little interesting. Hmm. Hey, do you need a song? Uh, do you need a famous sing singer uh, making full of herself on TV again? A sing a, a singer? You mean? Yeah. Okay. And pop star. Well, then you need to see Conjuring Kesha on Discovery Plus. Okay. Uh, this is uh, really, really, really bad. Uh, I, 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 I kind of like Kesha. She's kind of cool. Uh, kind of a one-hit wonder, like a little bit. But I think she's more popular in like Latin countries than here now. Like she's still super popular in other right. places, right? It feels very much like that stupid dumb Demi Lovato alien show or Jack Osborne's like hunting uh, uh, strange place show. Except a little more. Like, the, that one was about ghosts. And the other one is about aliens, and this one's about right. What ghosts? Oh, it's also about Again. ghosts. Okay, right. Uh, in the first episode, she gets Whitney Cummings to go with her, so that's interesting. No, it's not. Like, yeah. Why is Whitney Cummings okay. like the go-to for these shows where like I, I don't it's a know? Because she was on the Paris Hilton show, she was on the Demi she Lovato was. show. Had, what yes. other ones? Like she's the total go-to for these weird reality shows. It's strange. <laughs> she's such a weird thing. But yeah, they go to uh, haunted places and try to find ghosts. Diego, oh. it's a two. See, I thought it was going to be about like. Uh, fortune teller type. What is it? What is it? Mediums who like con conjuring. No. Like con. That's what conjuring is conjuring ghosts. You right. like do it in a seance. Seances. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. No, she she gets contact with a demonic force in the episode for first episode. So, not saying something. But in it. Okay, I I have a question for you because in in episode two. Her famous person is Betty Who. Have you ever heard of Betty Who? Uh, yeah. She's from The Grinch Who oh. Stole Christmas. <laughs> is she? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Really? She's one of the Who's. Oh. 
Wow. References. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such stupid references. <laughs> anyway, yes, I give this a two. Let's move on. Uh, okay, I'm laughing at my own joke. Big uh, Brother US is back. Season sure is. 24, I want to say. Um, sure. On CBS. Did you see any of this? No. Um, there's two episodes out, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Big Brother. Oh, pretty much normal as ever. Some of the characters are interesting. Some of them are, it's so far, not that interesting. Um, the cast feels very weird this year. It feels, I don't know, uh, kind of blander than normal, I guess. Is it? Like, there isn't as many, like crazy firecracker people who are they just seem like they're mm. gonna like be at each other's throats the whole time uh, but maybe I'm wrong maybe that just hasn't you know uh, they those people haven't revealed themselves yet they're they're do doing a better job of hiding it possibly I don't know but mm. uh, I, so far those first two episodes are just standard big brother I'll give it a, a six cool I saw Channel 4 and the Stars documentary. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who is uh, just Elaine Maxwell? Question mark. Uh, it's a documentary about Gislaine Maxwell. Are yeah. you surprised about that? Yeah. I think this is the one we talked about when they were like auctioning it off and it went for like a huge amount of money. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I mean, I knew everything and it's been like 16 other documentaries, so I'm a little bit tired about this, but it came out, I think this is maybe the best, the best documentary about Gislaine Maxwell, if you have never ever, like, followed it before, and it's, sure. it's at least, yeah, I think it's the best. I think this is, the, it has, like, actual interviews with, like, people, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's what the big selling point for the documentary went, because it was, like, up for auction to all these different channels, uh, I think that's one of the big selling points was that it had interviews that weren't available anywhere else. Um, yeah. The last Ooh, thing I saw this week... Oh, six, okay. Yeah. I doubt I'll watch it just because we've followed that so closely. I mean, it would have to be something yeah. really amazing, more interesting new stuff that came out of it or something. But uh, last thing I saw was Moonhaven. I, fo I found mm -hmm. out a way to watch I didn't think I was going to be able to see this until next week because... I think it was on Discovery Plus, which I don't have. Um, and then, But next week they were going to air it on Discovery. So it was like, you know, a week delay. That way, I guess right. they were giving like advanced stuff to people who were subscribed to their service. Which I understand. Totally, mm -hmm. perfectly good business move, right? Except, yep. if you go on Roku channel, it's just available for free there. So, <laughs> not really sure. I don't even subscribe to Roku. <laughs> I just went on there for free, and it was just available there. So that's that's funny, right? Uh, I'm not sure how the how that worked out. It's a kind of weird business model. Maybe they just made a mistake. Mm. But yeah, Moonhaven. It's about what a futuristic uh, time period where there's spaceships and th stuff, and um, it's. Specifically about this cat, a cat. Well, no, a, a pilot of this mm -hmm. cargo ship. Uh, she's asked to transport like a politician uh, to this planet where it's basically like a big a moon cult thing. Is it a moon? Okay, yeah, the moon, the moon. It's basically like a weird cult where they all 
mm, they seem all very, very happy and stuff, but once you get mm -hmm. to the end of at least the first episode, <laughs> you realize, oh, there's maybe something nefarious mm -hmm. going on in, in this quote-unquote mm -hmm. utopia, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, did you see this this week? Uh, no. Last. You saw it last week, right? Um, yeah, I thought the main character, she was fine. I thought everybody else was fine. It feels very CW-esque. Uh, in like, it? To me, it did, yeah. It, it felt oh. like a lot of CW sci-fi shows I've seen in the past. Um, That's weird, because it's AMC. I know, but it, like, it just feels yeah. CW. Uh, yeah. AMC, I always picture more, because like, they made The Walking Dead and stuff, which is like really well shot. Yeah. Like The scenery is always really amazing. You can tell like the some of the sets are very not the highest level set design you could have for like a spaceship um, and things sure. like that. It's uh, It's definitely in like a six range for me. Okay. Well, somebody really likes it, and that somebody is me. I think it's the acting, so, acting and the hmm. set design weren't as weren't that great to me, honestly. The last thing I saw was The Longest Night. This is uh, a Netflix crime show, a Spanish uh, Netflix crime show. It has uh, six episodes. It is really, really, really good. It is about this uh, serial killer uh, that gets arrested and uh, driven to the psychiatric hospital, and somebody somebody is trying to um, like uh, set uh, 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 the minister of this prison up uh, for failing when this serial killer is getting to that psychiatric hospital and uh yeah it it feels very actiony it's very actiony it's a very good uh 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 played by the people uh i recommend this very much to everybody especially you i think you will love this uh i give it a nine actually cool i didn't even know yeah. this was coming out Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the other thing we watched, episode three of The Bear. The Bear. Grr. Uh, for some reason it's not opening the document to tell you what The Bear was about. Well, it was about, this episode was very interesting. What was this episode about? There it is. Uh, uh it's called The Oh, Brigade, Carney attends and attends Al Anon. Sydney struggles to gain the respect of the staff. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was about he, he had to leave to go to an Al Anon meeting because we find out that his brother, who we know is dead, but we don't know really why, but I, I'm guessing now probably a drug overdose. What do you think? Is that a good guess? Probably, yes. Because yes. we find out his his brother had a drug problem, and that's probably why the business was doing so badly money-wise is because he was probably spending on drugs also. Um, mm -hmm. But we don't... This is all speculation because it's all... They haven't revealed any of that stuff yet, right? Sorry? They haven't revealed any of this stuff, really. We're just no, no, guessing. No, 
Yeah. Um, and then the other part of the story is that he has a sous chef who, because he has to leave, he puts her in charge, but then she feels like he left her there to basically get eaten by the wolves, right? Yes, and uh, and uh, I think the acting in this episode and the comedy in this episode and everything, I'm going to say it, it is maybe the one of the most perfect episodes of television I have seen in quite a while. I was in in ma- marriage, as they say, um, when you want to use a fancy word <laughs> of this uh, episode. I really, really, really dig this. This is one of the best shows on on TV right now, and yeah, I give it a nine and a half. This episode really liked it. Yeah, yeah, I think a nine. I'm definitely on on the nine train. The show is just so well mm-hmm. acted and show, so well shot. Uh, I saw some stuff on Twitter this week. People were totally thirsting over the main character on Twitter this week. <laughs> so apparently people people have found this show and they're totally yeah. thirsting over this guy, which I guess I can understand. Yeah. He's a he's a good-looking guy, I suppose. And he in the show, he's got that like hurt bad boy uh, character. Yes. Yeah, so I understand that. Also, he has that kind of big, big dick energy. In the sh- show, I, th- I think they're thirsting over the character, not like him. But yeah, maybe I guess I yeah I see that. Maybe he should be in the big dick uh, reality dating show. Right, is that what it's supposed to stand for? The big D. I'm sure, but maybe it's it's not because they are all divorces. Oh, yeah, so the big D is meaning, oh, divorce is the big D. Right, I get it. Well, this was supposed to air this week. Uh, One of the things I I look at for, like, what shows are coming out had this still, like, yesterday as as though it was coming out, but it's not. Uh, A TBS deity show, the big D, which was going to be hosted by Bachelorette Newlyweds, Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers, will no longer air on... Discovery owned network uh, TBS. We are assessing the schedule to ensure that the right content mix of support and network strategies. We are grateful to Fletcher and Rogers and the executive producers of D- Big D for their partnership with the process. Uh, it seems like this is all due to uh, there's a merger happening at Warner Brothers. Uh, what was it? Warner Brothers. You, is it okay that I thought you said there was this murder? <laughs> yeah, no. At Warner Brothers, and I was like, what? There was this murder? And then I understood that you said murder and not murder. Right, there's a merger. <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery. There's a murder! <laughs> merger. Uh, the action comes oh, after gosh. Warner Brothers Discovery merger in April, which resulted in the cancellation of many other projects, including or- Kill the Orange Bear and J.J. Abrams' yeah. uh, D. D. Monad at HBO. On Thursday, another round of departures were announced, including uh, Corey Henderson is leaving from TBS. So a whole bunch of other people are leaving this. Like, mm-hmm. there's a whole restructuring of this stuff. We're gonna probably see a whole lot of new different kinds of content coming out or a whole lot of really bad stuff. 
that's the only two options I think in this kind of situation. They're either going to step it up or not, and it sounds like they're like right cutting things that were going to be good instead of the other way around. So that's not great. Yeah, especially the J.J. Abrams thing because I looked at that and that looked uh, very good. And the thing that they uh, were uh, going to move to HBO. Right, and I, I, the Big D was something I was like, oh, this was, looks like it's going to be really terrible, and it could have ended up on my list of terrible right. things, and now it can't because it's not going to exist. <laughs> the thing is they that terrible I, shows. it also says that they had already spent a ton on like promoting these shows like because they had to right. spend money on promotion so all that money is going down the drain i suppose yeah because it's not only to move around as well because i'm i'm guessing uh like i i'm going to guess this will never air because like fitting it oh into, no i don't i don't think they finished filming it even they like cut it mid-production oh yeah really yeah that's okay. what's really crazy but like they just there was a bunch of stuff that got cut and then a whole bunch of people either, you know, they say they uh, left the company, which really means, like, they were told, hey, you're either going to get mm. fired or we're going to give you severance and you can leave, kind of thing, probably. Mm. Yeah. Okay, uh, Emmys uh, coming out. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do Emmys, like, predictions, so we don't have to go through everything here, yep. but anything, like, interesting um, I mean, stand out a to lot you? of... A lot of uh, things that we don't uh, watch, but I'm 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 very happy to see uh, as much love for a Squid Game as it is on this list. Pam and Tommy uh, got a nom, which I thought was cool for limited series. Yeah, uh, what we do in the shadows is in co got a comedy nod. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that anything will happen with that. Um, there was no, one sadly, thing... Ted Lasso got, like, 20 nominations again. I don't understand it. I mean, Succession is is one of my favorite shows. I know you... You haven't seen a single episode, have you? Uh, no. I haven't. No, because it's HBO. Right. And I don't, ever, I don't have uh, that, so I don't ever watch it. Right. And Ted Lasso, I don't really, really like either, and I've... I've at least tried to watch it on on Apple TV, but uh, but you yeah, know, the White Lotus uh, got also a lot of limited and twenty uh, nominations, so that's a lot. Yes, and Ted Lasso obviously got a lot of nominations as well yeah. because I don't know people like fucking love that show in Hollywood. It's like I don't. I know, it's like, for some reason, <laughs> critics and Hollywood people just think that's, like, the bee's knees over there. Yeah. <laughs> I but, saw uh, something about, um, yeah, big, sorry, I just, big just girls getting, like, a nom, yeah. but I don't see it anywhere. Hmm. Uh, but it's also the first time in memory that, uh, uh it, uh, without any network shows on it. Uh, no. I see Jimmy Kimmel Live, Seth Meyers. Yeah, but in, in, in like, uh, the, uh, the drama uh, series and comedy. Oh, I see. Like, the top ones, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, competition show. Yeah, uh, this competition show, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls uh, got a nomination. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Right. It's up against, what, like, The Amazing Race... Nailed it, mm -hmm. RuPaul, Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice, 
which like all mm. older shows. So it actually, in a way, has a chance to win, which is weird. Yeah, but uh, like it looks at we will do this later, uh, so we're not going to go through it all. Oh yeah, and we're not going to do all of them. We're just going to do the big ones when we do predictions. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon paid more than twelve million to four women to suppress allegations. Uh, yeah, this is coming out of like him qu- quitting, I guess, as CEO. Uh, he paid at least four twelve million dollars in over sixteen years to hide numerous allegations of sexual misconduct. McMahon was also being investigated by the WWE board after he was. It was discovered in April he paid $3 million to cover up an affair with another employee. So far, there are four settlements reportedly being paid out um, by McMahon. The board is also investigating a $1.5 million non-disclosure agreement from 2012 between uh, the same former paralegal and John Laurinaitis. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard there was uh, one of the other ones was like a referee, right? Right. Um, and then there's this paralegal, and then did you hear anything else about this? No, I didn't. Former tenure manager. So I'm not sure who that yeah. would be, except for maybe what's her name? What's the the one that got into porn like later in life? Uh, oh, um... Sunny? Yes. She was probably a manager for ten years, right? Because there's not oh, a lot of I female managers when you think about it. No. Uh, Lita, maybe? Yeah, but she, uh, she was a wrestler also. So I think they if they were going to write her oh, yeah. down, they would... Like, you got to think of somebody who was exclusively just a manager. Oh, yeah, the, that's true. Right. Um... And then there is it says seven point five million to a former wrestler, uh, so yeah, we don't, and we don't know who that is either. So the Bella Twins. I guess it's possible. <laughs> uh, hey, why don't you promote us? Uh, www.audibletrial.com forward slash adc. That's audibletrial.com forward slash adc. Go there, get a free book and a free trial of Audible. Uh, you get a free audiobook, and if you cancel, just even if you just sign up and then cancel right away, you get a free book. Um, but you probably want to stay there and get some other free stuff. Over time, they give you free credits and things if you're signed up to Audible, and you can get audiobooks and other audio media. Movie news. Uh, Cameron Diaz reveals that she maybe has been an unwilling drug mule. That is kind of a weird tale uh before she was a hollywood actor she was a clean quote-unquote wine entrepreneur uh and may have unwittingly been a drug mule she has revealed diaz told a story of when she as a young woman starting out in the world she moved to paris to pursue a modeling career in the u.s she made money as a catalog model but in paris i didn't work a day i was there a full year and didn't work one day uh, I couldn't book a job to save my life. I got, like, one job, but really, I think it, I was like a mule carrying drugs to Morocco. I swear to God, she said. 
It was only oh. when she was in the airport in Morocco and was asked to open it that she started thinking, what the fuck is in the suitcase? I'm like <laughs> a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl in Morocco in the 90s. Yeah. I'm wearing a uh, torn jeans and platform boobs, boots with my hair down. I'm like, this is really unsafe. Um, she explains she it was not her case and she had no idea whose it was. Okay. Yeah, sounds like she was... It doesn't sound like that was unwitting, possibly. Maybe that she actually didn't know that she was transporting something illegal, but just didn't question it. Mm. It's what it sounds more like to me, but sure. Especially, How old is she now? Oh, I have no idea. You want me to look it up? She retired a long time ago, didn't she? Uh, I think she retired. Would you retire like after doing Charlie's Angels? I think I would keep going just to like... I think it was after, like, being John Malkovich or something. Charlie's Angels was way after being John Mal Malkovich. Was it? Oh, yeah. She's, uh... Four 49. 49? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <sighs> she was so pretty. I wonder if she's pretty. She's now. Yeah, she's still... Actually, she looks very similar, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp uh, <laughs> writes a song about the defamation trial against Amber Heard. I mean, of course he does. Cool. Uh, he's mm -hmm. written a song about his experience <laughs> with the Langston much publicized defamation trial against his wife. Yeah. Uh, the track, due to be released July fifteenth, is one of two songs written by the actor on an album collaboration entitled. 18, which has been recorded alongside a British guitar guitarist, Jeff Beck. Okay. I don't know who Jeff... Have you ever heard of... I think I've heard of Jeff Beck. Let me look at, look him up and see if... Uh... Something in, in my, like, memory, Glenn, seems like I know what Jeff Black... 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 He's definitely an old dude. He's like 78 years old. Oh. Uh, he played with the Yardbirds, which I've heard of. No. Never heard of them. Uh, as well as Beck, Bogart, and a piece. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's two old dudes making songs together. Uh, whatever. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're going to write what you feel and if that's what he feels at the time but uh, it's a little cringy it's a little bit cringy <laughs> a tiny bit right tiny tiny bit maybe uh so there's a huge deal right now who's going to be the new president of uh prime minister president yeah president easy mistake easy mistake to make <laughs> <laughs> Prime Minister of, of England. Uh, and uh, Twitter's choice is uh, Hugh Grant. Uh, that's right. British politics has been in a bit of a wild time lately um, with Boris Johnson stepping down. Um, Twitter thinks they are, are officially in favor of appointing Hugh Grant uh, since he did such a fantastic job in the gang at the gig in Love Actually. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think that's like a good uh, reason to have a. I, 
uh, prime ministership, but uh, many actors have played the prime minister on screen, but it seems that Hugh Grant's version of the character from the public popular romantic Christmas movie has become a front run runner among those who want to see life imitate art. Right. Um, because, you know, he doesn't have any scandals in his past that could... No, 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 no. <laughs> He's never done anything no, a little bit no, no, uh, no. shady, nefarious, or... Shh. Shh. Yeah. <sighs> don't, don't tell people to Google that. He totally didn't hook up with prostitutes. Right. Come on. Not, not you. Grant. He wasn't arrested for that or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, look. You and me, we saw a fun little movie this week. Uh, yeah, we did. We saw The Sea Beast. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the movie where I found out uh, Lucas colorblind. Am I colorblind? It just looked pink on my <laughs> on my screen. It doesn't. It just means my the white balance or something is off on my screen. Maybe. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a fun little movie about. Uh, a place uh, I think this is supposed to be Spain uh, where they have like a king and a queen uh, this has kind of uh, said that uh, there are some like sea creatures cr uh, very dangerous cr sea creatures out on the ocean and they need to be killed because otherwise they would attack the country and this is is about a, a pirate and a kid, uh, a kid that's very much looking forward, up up to to uh, the pirate. So she actually hides on his vessel and gets to go with him. And uh, this is a family animated movie, I should say. It looks very much like Frozen. Uh, so much as Frozen that uh, one of the characters looks exactly like one of the main characters in Frozen. Yeah, like the uh, main love interest male character. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's got a very similar animation style to a lot of uh, recent movies, I guess, but it seemed like some mm -hmm. of the stuff had been updated, like the water... Uh, effects seem like really good. Yeah. way better than a lot of these other movies that have very similar animation. Some of like the some just some oh the sand that was the other thing we noticed. The sand just mm -hmm. looked re more real than other cartoons. Uh, the message I thought at the like the moral of the story was good as far as like for a kids movie family movie. Um, mm. But we also kind of thought like some of this is definitely too scary for like young young kids. They would. Because it's about mon yeah. big, mon scary monsters and stuff. Um, so it seems like this... this movie for? Well, it seemed, I think we decided, like, somebody in the 12 to 13, 14-year-old range might enjoy this. But anything right. past that or below that is going to be, like, really iffy if they're going to like this film. I, I think we both kind of had fun with it, though. I'd give it a, um, a 6.5. I would give it a 6.5 as well. I think uh, the beginning was kind of slow. Uh, I think the middle was really good, and the ending was even better. 
Yeah, the middle, I think, the middle might have been the best part to me when they're, like, totally lost at sea and all that part uh, was really right. interesting to me. Uh, let's see. I saw X, which I know you saw a while ago. Yeah, really, really. I think that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's been on my list since it came out. I just, I don't know why. I've just, I haven't been avoiding watching it. It just hasn't come up as something I wanted to watch. Uh, I guess it's because it's like that kind of horror movie where you're like, gotta be in the right mood to sit down and watch mm. something really bloody and gory. Um, but when I got into it, it was like, this isn't as bloody and gory as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it is. There's definitely a lot of gore, but it's not... Uh, the way they advertised it, it seemed like it was going to be like way worse, I guess. Um, mm. So, a little overhyped in the advertisements, but... Th- the storyline's really interesting. It's very fucking weird and creepy. Uh, so if you're if you're into that, I mean, it'd be definitely a good one to wait for like Halloween to watch this. I think that would be a good time. You know, it's like that kind of horror movie where like you just want to watch it at the right time when you definitely want to be super creeped out by something because so many weird, creepy things in this. But it's mostly about some kids who want to go make. Well, I guess a, a guy who wants to go make a porno movie. He goes to this. Uh, what it, it's not really a bed and breakfast. It's a farm where they let people stay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tricks the people into letting him make a porno there, and then everything goes wrong. Uh, murders begin to happen, so. Very much wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah, now, what would you give this movie, though? Uh, I give it a seven. Seven. Yeah, wow. I think it's good. Uh, but, you know, some of the acting's a little lackluster. It, it, they're going for kind of like a grindhouse horror movie look to it. Um, yeah, they got... Uh, it has a very, like, uh, what's a good... Uh, indie feel, but from, like, the 1970s, even the film and everything looks that way. So, yeah, it's it's interesting as far as, like, the stylistic choices they made with it. I saw finally the girl on the picture. This is a documentary uh, on the Netflix. Yeah, I think the, I think no. it is. I think I talked about this last week. Did it came out this week or last week? I think it came out last week. Maybe I talked about this last week then. It's very possible. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah. Uh, if I didn't, uh, it's uh, a documentary about this woman uh, that is found on the road, uh, and she is, leaves behind a son, a man that uh, proclaims to be her husband, and a nightmare of a mystery. This is really, really. I really dig this. I, 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 I uh, either have seen this twice or. Uh, yeah, uh, saw it last week and don't remember talking about it, but I really recommend it. I give it a seven and a half. Well, we did the TV round on Thursday, remember, last week? Yeah, maybe uh, that's why. Right. Um, I don't know. I Maybe I talked about it last week, and if I did, I apologize. The last thing I saw was the Bob's Burgers movie, which I know you saw. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a musical, but the thing is, in Bob's Burgers, like, the TV show, there's always at least one song 
that they come up with, but it's usually not. It's mm-hmm. usually integrated into the show where this was more of like a musical musical where all of a sudden they'll break into song and it'll be talking about what's going on in the in the scene. Um, I fast forwarded through a few of those to be honest, but I always do that. You did? Yeah. Aww. Okay. I, I didn't fast forward through all of them, but there was a couple I was like, okay, whatever, I'm bored. Um, mm. It's not like you miss any story when you fast forward through one of those songs mo- most of the time. Um, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I think you definitely will get more out of this uh, if you've seen all, all of Bob's Burgers because you're going to know the characters, you're going to understand motivations of certain people better. I know Fro hasn't watched a whole lot of Bob's Burgers, so what did you no. what did you think? I thought it was uh, totally fine. <laughs> I thought I thought it was much better than I was thinking it would be. To be honest, I I thought this would be around maybe a four or five for me, but I actually ended up on a quite high grade, and I was like I was super surprised about how much I liked it. Uh, yeah, I would give it, um, I'm going to give this a seven also. I think this is just as good as, I think this is just as good as X. Um, you know, it's the musical parts I didn't really like, uh, that much. I like in Bob's Burgers when they do a musical bit, because the way they'll do it, it'll it'll be like, oh, he's got to do a recital at his school, so he's coming up with a a song for that, where in this, it's very much more musical like where like I said they just start breaking into song for mostly it, no it reason reminded me, it reminded me a little of South Park the, the movie mm. yeah yeah way. I mean it definitely yeah. has elements of that I do like that they mm. didn't try to like update the animation just for the movie try to do like yes. some kind of um, you know 3D modeling or something even like for like the rides in the park or something they could have done that and they chose not to which i liked i mean this i've been waiting for this movie for three years and i yeah so i wouldn't say i would uh i was expecting a whole lot at this point um but it was fun and i like bob's burgers and if you like bob's burgers you're gonna like this that's just that's it really and the recommendation from me comes from someone that doesn't like bob's burger (laughs) Right. And I gave it an eight. Right, and I bet you this like you got the the feelings of like what how you felt when you watched like South the South Park movie exactly, and like could compare yeah. it to that where the other TV show. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, what is uh, also uh, good, I am assuming, is uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. It's a in the shadow. How'd you know? The atmosphere there has a darkness like no other. You like the color field. Who is this people? <laughs> I know who Thor okay. is. I don't know who any of the rest of these characters are. Let's bring the rainbow. Let's bring the rainbow. Was that the guy from 300? <laughs> it did look like him. All gods will die. So that's the ex-girlfriend, is it? Were they at like a dinner party just then in that scene? Four years. Eight years, seven months, and six days. You're not like the other gods of kill. 
bad guy. Never forget you first. I will choose my own path. There's something about like the dialogue does not fit with the music of this trailer. Mm. I'm looking for this, but you ever feel lost? That's it was in black and white, just like 300. Yeah. So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Was that Mario at the end of the trailer? It was Mario at the end of the trailer. Okay. Uh, Thor embarks on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. However, his retirement gets interrupted by Gore, the God Butcher, a galactic killer who seeks the existence of gods. 6.7% on Rotten Tomatoes, or 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, sorry. 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% of Google users liked it. Mm -hmm. Directed by Titi Wat Tika Watiti. There we go. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Uh, sure. I guess so. It just looks like any other silly superhero movie to me. I like this last one, so... I'm okay. probably going to like this. Uh, did you find any reviews? Look. Uh, yeah, I got... Some good ones and some bad ones here from the Facebook. Uh, Phil Lane recommends it and says, Oh, well, right. Phil Lane recommends it and then writes, Don't waste your time. I wish I didn't have to write this. This was by far the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. From the forced, terrible humor, sad attempt at an introduction of new gods, Disney's identity, political stance, and gender roles, you literally ruined Thor while also possibly ruining Marvel as a whole. Rest in peace, Stan Lee. He would be very disappointed. Uh, please keep politics out of movies and just stick with action and fighting. Especially when you make mm. Wag the Dog. You need to get the politics out of the movie Wag the Dog. I love that movie. That would be a pretty... I don't think that movie would exist if you took politics out of movies, right? So. It's such a Erwin e Erwin A gave it half half a star on Rotten Tomatoes and said, "I hate that I made a tour a comic relief. All the jokes and humor is very improvised. Visually, were great though. If they cut a lot of the banter and dialogue, it could have uh, wouldn't have seemed as forced as it did. They could have uh, had Gore kill more gods or something." To uh, that degree. Okay. Uh, Timothy W. gave it uh, five stars and said, Stupid and campy. Great acting ruined by jokes that didn't land. Learn to use the meter. Uh, yeah, Todd Cl Clayley recommends uh, on Facebook and says, Marvel Cinematic U Universe has the best movies if you like hearing lightning strikes down and thunder cracks, you, uh, you're going to love this movie. So. <laughs> Who doesn't like that, Luke? I mean, if, if that's what you want, yeah. Uh, the day that's... Wait, wasn't there died. a movie Wasn't there a movie called Sound of Thunder, though? Maybe that would be a better movie for you. I 
think there was. Yeah, I think there so, was. Wasn't that the documentary? No, I think it was a spin-off of the of that TV show, Firefly. Let me look was it up. It? I think so. Sound of Thunder. Oh, I need to look up movie. Okay. Uh, well, 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 while he does that, the road to Gali, Gal, Gal, Galina, uh, uh, not strong, not strong enough to confront his father's expectations. Colbert left his true love, his best friend, and few, uh, fulfilling small town life to embark on a, a legal career. Directed by Joe Hall has 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 2.5 now 2 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. With Jill Hannessy and Margaret Collin in it. Uh, yeah, The Sound of Thunder was a 2005 movie, and it has a whopping 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, ooh, that sounds amazing. I'm pretty sure it was a spinoff of Firefly. It was. A, a, Spin-off of some sci-fi TV show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, as far as I remember. Uh, the Road to cool. Galena? Galena? That was, that was just what I did. Oh, okay. I thought you did the day... What's wrong with the day no. the music died? Uh, I didn't find a good link for it. Oh. Uh, okay. The day the music died. Uh, 50 years after its release, Don McLean shares the secrets behind his iconic... Um, song American Pie, one of the greatest musical touchstones of the 21st century. Is it, though? Uh, it's a fine song. I don't know if it's a touchstone of... Maybe it is, and I'm just not aware. Um, my, my Miss America. No rating on IMDb. I'm not seeing a rating on Rotten Tomatoes, either. If you ask me uh, where the old Junkwitch uh, version of that movie, uh, of that song is good, better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreaming Walls is a documentary. Residents of uh, New York's legendary Shell's Hotel continue to live uh, as its underground renovation for a grand reopening. It's a documentary. 6.5 uh, out of 10 uh, on IMDb. 67% of uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't that that, like, haunted hotel? Is it? The Chelsea? Isn't that the one with, like, the water tower death and everything? Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think Chelsea Hotel... I I know it has something to do with, uh... With, uh... Take this walls, this walls, this walls. Um... Hallelujah guy. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Fire... A woman's life spir spirals out of control when she becomes involved in a passionate love triangle. 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, 74% on Metacritic. Uh, that's pretty good scores. It's got uh, Vincent Linden Lind and Juliet Binoche. Binoche. That sounds like a chocolate. It does. Like a ganache. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at the names of these actors. It's possible this is, like, French or something, possibly, just by the names, not by anything else. sounds French. Exactly. I guess. And then there's uh, Gregor Colleen also, so. Ah, uh, Colleen, yeah, yeah. That's almost a colon. Oh, it's almost a colon, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what movie do you want to see? <laughs> Not really a lot to. Yeah, I guess Fire looks the best. Like it's got the best scores. It's got eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got an interesting uh, storyline. So maybe that one. Yeah, and I will pick Thor: Love and Thunder because I've seen any every other Marvel movie. So why the fuck not that? That's what they're counting on. Uh, coming next week. <laughs> news of the week. TV and movies of the week. The Bear episode four review. And another digital review of Pause of Fury. <laughs> Pause of Fury. The Legend of Hank. <laughs> uh, Luke calling me cheap. I'm not calling, I'm saying, yeah. I'm, oh, sheep, I thought you said cheap, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no, a sheep. Yeah. Well, you know, they. I was more saying, like, they can just keep lowering the quality and people are just going to keep watching <laughs> this crap, so maybe I am saying you're sheep, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's okay. I didn't mean it that way, but it, I guess it came out that way. <laughs> I find it funny, so, <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Yeah, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. That sounds like an animated movie, if I have heard any. I would assume it's a spin-off of uh, Kung Fu Panda or something, maybe. Oh, yeah. Was there, like, a Hank character in Kung Fu Panda or something? Because that would make sense. Do you know what? It's a long time since I've seen the Kung Fu Panda movies. I think I only saw the first two of them. I know there's, like, four. Yeah, I only seen two. two. Is it four? I want to say there's four of them. Uh, I see two. I know that. I know there's three of them for sure. Really? Yes, for sure. Okay. D guaranteed there's three, but I don't know if there's a... How many? Let's see. Kung Fu Panda. It's a little like Shrek. I've seen four of those as well. Kung Fu, Fu Panda 4. Oh, there was a Kung Fu Panda 4. Okay. Now let's try Kung Fu Panda 5. Secrets of the Furious Five, Kung Fu Panda. It's got Jack Black and it's got Dustin Hoffman in it. That's Jeez. yeah, it's a real thing. Let's try Kung Fu Panda Six, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Kung Fu Panda Six? According to the co-founder and CEO of DreamWorks Animation, there are supposed to be six movies in the franchise. Uh, okay. Kung Fu Panda Five and Six are confirmed. So. They, I guess 5 has come out and 6 has not yet, but there is going to be a Kung Fu Panda 6, so you get ready for that, everybody. I can barely... barely wait. It doesn't seem like the, this movie... Get it? Because pandas are bears. Oh, barely I see. Barely wait. Yeah, no, I didn't, get, I didn't get it. <laughs> I honestly did not... I didn't get it. <laughs> barely wait. Funniest joke of the show. I do not think this is a spin-off of Kung Fu Panda or anything, so I don't know, though. Pulse of Fury? Sounds like yeah. What was the ping-pong movie? That's It makes me think of the ping-pong uh, Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, yeah. That's the thing it makes me think of. Uh, That's a good movie. Like it says movie. the film is loosely inspired by Blazing Saddles. Pulse of Fury? Yep. <laughs> Of Blinksing Saddles. Yeah, okay. like the Mel Brooks 70s movie? Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. 
I don't know how this is related to that, but they say it's loosely based on that, so... I love, love Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, it, you, it does not stand up to this day and age. Like, the... It doesn't? No, the jokes Aww. are very racist. <laughs> Aww. And the, I haven't it, seen it. And I haven't seen it in twenty plus years. Oh, so. it's so racist and ableist. <laughs> I mean, the one guy, what's his name? Mosh or what? What's the guy's Mosh? The, yeah, yeah, or something. I don't remember his name, but that's totally an ableist character. Yeah, it does. It's not okay. a. It's not a movie that stands up to twenty twenty two life. I'm probably not going to see it then. I remember the first time I saw Willow after I saw it the first time. I haven't don't seen that see in Willow years. Gro- grown-up. Oh, don't see it as a grown-up. I feel like they've mind-boxed that movie. I think most people don't even remember Willow existed. I don't see it as a grown-up. Okay. Just don't. Yeah. No, I bet it's <laughs> yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Twitter is suing so Elon for backing out of a tw- of the a- Twitter acquisition acquisition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which he was saying he was going to buy. Now he's not buying. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm a little duped in this. Not more than two day feel duped, but I do feel a little duped. I guess so. I mean, it would have been interesting if he would have bought it. I think. Do you think it was ever serious or never serious? I mean, a lot of people. Are... I probably think now it it was never serious. Uh, that makes me even more angry. I right, guess. I think you're probably right. Or maybe yeah. if it, if the price was right and everything was easy, he would have done it. But he didn't want to deal with. It. I don't know. But yeah, I think it was probably mostly not serious. And that makes me even more angry. Because. Uh, I would probably come back to Twitter. Uh, no, I wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't. No, no. I, I was just thinking to myself there for two seconds, and then I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that wouldn't change anything about how toxic no. Twitter is. No, it wouldn't. It it probably would make it worse. It's a possibility, actually. Yeah, but I guess yeah. it, we'll never know now. Uh, I heard NASA had some amazing images from a telescope. Yeah, they have this new James Webb telescope uh, that I figured we'd just look at these pictures in the Jeremy around here. It looks cool. Uh, some nebulas and like some of the first like galaxies captured by it. Mm-hmm. It's like suit. It's all in color and everything, and very like, uh, very cool. This one that's in the nat the the Twitter thread there. See that? Mm-hmm. That's that mm-hmm. one's probably the coolest one. I can see putting this as like my desktop background at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean right uh, now I have what do I have? I've got the moon over the Earth as one of my des one of my desktop backgrounds. My de- desk, uh, desktop background is always of you, of course. Oh, just multiple oh, pictures yeah. of me. Yeah. Multiple pictures. In like a collage. <laughs> I wish that was true. <laughs> ah, 
such a stupid joke. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's true, it's true. Uh, and a lot of other people went to Ace Fest for some fucking reason this week. Well, everybody thought there was going to be a total disaster, so they wanted to get footage of how bad it was. I mean, like, these people well, are... wasn't it, kind of? I mean, far as I can tell, it went off fairly without a hitch as far as, like, it wasn't a Tana sure. TanaCon situation or anything like that. Right. Um, I think they'd advertised certain things that weren't there, and maybe the stuff that they, they advertised it as being, like, what did they say, uh, Coachella and Disneyland? I don't think it reached mm. those levels. It was probably a little bit overpriced, but then you got to consider that there was, like, a meet-and-greet, and so how much... Like, how much would certain people pay to meet, like, their idol? You know what I'm saying? So, it, as far as the price goes, you got to consider that whole thing into it. But, mm. I mean, it looked just like any like my local county fair. It just looked like that. Like, exactly like that. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people going there. I saw H2H3. I saw... Deaf uh, Noodles. That girl. Deaf, yeah. Uh, Swell. What's that girl? Swell Entertainment. Winter, yeah. Atosi was there. He did, like, a live stream. Atosi, yeah. Um, let's see, who else? I'm trying... I think that's pretty much... Yeah. Oh, there has to have been other ones, but that... But I don't know if I saw them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I only... Mean, it, it was... It looked like a abandoned su super... Uh, like a, a abandoned uh, like sideshow uh, carnival. That's what I would. Yeah, it's like say. one of those bent like traveling carnivals. It's not like a. It's not Disneyland as they advertised it, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> um, but they yeah, the rides were free, which would be fun. Like, because that's one of the annoying yeah. parts of going to like a carnival is having to pay to get in and then having to pay for rides and games and things. All that stuff was free, which that's pretty amazing. And also probably why the ticket costs so much. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it was a mixed bag as far as I, I can tell from all the videos I've seen as to whether it was... Because, like, they, a lot of the things they promised did come true. Having free games and rides if you were a little kid, that would be fucking amazing. You know what I mean? If I was... Yeah. 14, 13, 14, and I went to this thing, I would be in heaven. So I understand that. Um, yeah. It's not, this wasn't an event for the people like Deaf Noodles and H3. They, what, they're out of the ra age range to be at this event. To, right. So, yeah, in that way, I get it, but they also didn't, they didn't really, they promised things that they didn't deliver. So it's like a mixed bag, like I said. Uh, Cold Ones have a stalker? <laughs> oh, I didn't watch all of it. I, well, I watched part of it, but I didn't, it's, uh, it was just like a fan fan mail thing, right? Or did I miss yeah, something good? Yeah, yeah uh, no, it was a fan mail thing. I always, Whenever people do fan mail things, I never watch it. Uh, it's usually boring. Uh, I didn't think this episode was boring at all, to be honest. Uh, I know you're not on TikTok, but did you hear about ha Howie Mandel on TikTok? I did hear about Howie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could miss the story. It was literally everywhere. Right. Everybody was talking it was about it. Everywhere. Uh, and apparently, he's still on TikTok. Like they didn't kick him off or anything. Like, right. But I guess it's uh, Howie Mandel. There were some rumors. There were some rumors about uh, about him being gone from there. 
And I find it kind of funny that the next episode of American uh, uh, Got Talent was right. without him because he was sick. Oh, was it? I didn't, yeah, I didn't watch yeah. that show. Okay, that's is mm, that's interesting. I wonder if it a is... new episode. Yeah, new episode was came out yesterday or the day before. So it was after because that's a live show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's not live. It's edi- uh, uh, edited. It, it's not. Uh, it's pre-recorded. Live. Okay, so it could have been yes. recorded before it, this ever happened. Though. Yes, and that's kind of funny. Um. But it could have been recorded so, afterwards, also, to be honest. Who mm-hmm. knows? Uh, I guess they know. Yeah, he posted a TikTok of uh, something really gross. Uh, a gross yeah, picture. Yeah, a prolapsed a-hole. Right. So, uh, I guess... Uh, my guess is that the he did the voiceover... This is my guess, just by, after watching that H3 um, podcast he, he, he did, seeing mm-hmm. how his production team works and everything, and how he's getting fed questions clearly by people uh, in the back, and he doesn't actually know what he's asking as far as the questions he's asking. My mm-hmm. guess is they had him do the voiceover on a green screen. He never saw what the image was at all. This is my guess. And then they added the image in afterwards in editing, then posted it to TikTok. And how he never even saw it. Does that make sense? Mm. This is my rationale as to how this could happen. And so somebody on his production team put that there, put it up uh, without, like, my guess is they got fired. And in that, in, it wasn't Howie right. that ever... Because I don't think Howie... I, I understand how he's on TikTok, but I doubt he produces his own TikToks, is my point. So, look, have you heard of Liquid Market? Liquid Market? No. Yeah, Liquid Marketplace. Let me look it up. Uh, I, I, I find this very interesting. It's You can co-own things with things. Uh, this is uh, promoted by a guy called Logan Paul. Have you heard about this guy? Okay, I'm at the website now, and it says co-owned Yeah. with Logan Paul. So he doesn't just promote yep. it, he owns part of it. Yeah, well, you can. Uh, he bought the most expensive Pokemon card for $5.3 million this week. And you can buy shares in owning that... Oh, I see. That... Co- oh, co- not co-owned... But co-own this card with Logan Paul. Okay, yep, I get it. Yep, yep. So you can buy chairs in his Pokemon card. So that if it goes up in value, then you get money back. Is that the idea? Right. Yes. It's like it's it's like buying stocks in 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 collectibles in, in, in collectibles, and they also have like like. Steve Aoki, uh, Darren Jack is on it. Yeah. So they're using they're using celebrities to promote this. Yeah. And it seems very weird. Well, how would they make money, though? I'm going to guess that. Let's say you pay ten uh, percent of uh, Logan Paul's. Card, for example. Okay. 
uh, they take a little of that. So uh, my guess is when it increase if it increases in value, when they take when you, if you were to try to get money out, they're going to take a fee mm-hmm. out of you getting money back out of the system. Does that that's mm-hmm. the only way I can see that this would make money. So then they must but be that- paying Logan Paul a flat fee to just be on this, to be in this, right. because. And then, yes. because how would Logan Paul be making money out of right, dividing right. up his card, right? So, so uh, I went to like uh, drops. If you go to drops, uh, mm-hmm. you can see that you can buy a chair of a Pokemon Pikachu Illustrated Hollow PSA eight, and that costs you zero point zero three dollars. Okay. And is I'm guessing this is all done through like crypto. I'm going to guess so. Okay, if you click it, it just it makes you log in to see that kind of stuff. But yeah, look, yeah. if you go down now, trading CryptoPunk. Yeah. Yeah, this is all like blockchain shit. I think they're just using USD to like give you a idea. There's of like how much it is. Yeah, if you yeah. go to the second page, there's one here. That's like an upper deck rookie card thing, like hockey card, yeah. and it's gone down in price actually. Yeah. So at least they're not hiding, or it doesn't seem like they're hiding that stuff. No, things are going up and down in price. I don't know. There's something weird here though, because like, how do you make? How are they making yeah, no, money? No clue. Well, not how are they... I can understand how they're making money. I don't understand how Steve Aoki is making money out of this, other than them just giving him right. a ton of money. Right. Yeah. So that's... That's weird. Okay. Thank uh, you, Morgan Paul. For, for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in in everything you do for society, because that's, that's so it's, much. It's been so great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people talking the Ace Fest. Let's see what else has been going on this week, really. Uh, YouTube wise, I guess there was like that Tobiscus thing, where he was like took a picture with Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, and I guess he's like super MAGA, like QAnon right. guy. Uh, which is weird because he was like a kids YouTuber back in the day, but he hasn't been. I, I didn't ever know about that guy until he like got in trouble for or was in scandal. I didn't ever I never watched him so. Well, I want to turn the fan on and uh, watch uh, the Tri Channel. Uh, how about you? Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, there's an H three podcast live right now too, but I got to edit first, so I'll do that. Okay. Uh, say goodbye to all the people then, Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.